Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Taylor Hartman. I'm with my good friend and colleague, Kat Larson. Hello, Kat. Good morning, afternoon. What time of day is it? I have no idea. Let me look outside. It's morning for me. It's morning. And it's <laughs> New Year. It's the New Year. That's like why I just, didn't know when it so was. So I just want all of our listeners to know. So just so you understand, last night, January 1st, we threw the pancakes on the roof. <laughs> and they stuck. I'm going to have a great year, a great lucky year. Because as you all know, the history of this, you remember Kat? Oh, yes. Please tell it. <laughs> so, so I'm a missionary in Denmark. I know it's a Danish tradition to throw pancakes on the roof. And it brings luck if you get them to the roof. So I tell the world as I'm speaking around the world for 30 years that this is a Danish tradition. And I run into my friend who was a companion of mine in Denmark. And he goes, that's not a Danish tradition. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, no, I, maybe what you're thinking about is when the president would throw breadcrumbs up on the roof after a pancake after our meal in the breakfast in the morning to the birds. I'm like, and you know, at that moment, you know, like, you know, you're wrong. He's right. <laughs> it, oh, my gosh, Chad. I was I was so embarrassed. I was stunned. For 30 years, I've been teaching the world. That's a Danish tradition. Well, I don't think you should stop. <laughs> no, of course not. When you're wrong, you're wrong. Just be wrong. But I so, think you of course. continue to teach the world about the pancakes. I really do. <laughs> we need more pancakes well, on roofs for luck. <laughs> well, it does feed the birds all year. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't even believe myself. But but anyway, so we did we did our, our traditions. And you know what, Kat? It does bring me to our conversation for today because it's the new year and I yes. do think traditions matter. I do think families have traditions, things they believe and they do mm-hmm. uh, that make life work and or not work for people. So I want to talk about our first session of the new year. I want to talk about what does it take to make life work? I had shared of our last podcast that there are people, for example, that are overly sensitive and mm-hmm. they, they really don't do well in life. They can be actually um, suicidal. They can take their lives. Mm-hmm. They give up because they're hurt. They personalize everything, whatever it might be. There's that oversensitivity, which is mm-hmm. innate. That's what they come with. And mm-hmm. it's a muscle they have to develop if they, don't, if they come that way. And if they don't develop it, then they do. They are vulnerable to the outcome right. of what, the, what happens. So let's talk about like those, those things in life you have to be able to do to survive and to live a good life. And I, I'll start by just sharing, I've been asked by people, what is the difference in those people who go to a mental hospital and those that don't? Yes. And I said, it's very simple. The ones that don't go to the mental hospital, you and I decide to be responsible. That's the difference. Those who can't be responsible for their emotions and their actions, they go to a mental hospital. They don't choose to be, or they are unable to be responsible. So definitely I'm going to start start out with what it takes to have a navigated life is to be responsible. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to show up, to get out of bed, to do routine Mm -hmm. that allows you to get through life meaningfully. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'd ask the question, which I loved so much, does discipline and routine create freedom? And why did you ask the question? How was that? Well, because I think sometimes the, the, the discipline and the routine part for me, for my personality, uh, it lacks, uh, uh, it's not sparkly and shiny. (laughs) It's like, 
And and, and here's fun. the other weird message I, I think I got. I don't know where I got it, but that if you have to have that much discipline and routine that you're not naturally just being successful, that it's why should you have to work so hard? Maybe you're not really that good of a of a something, right? Well, and, and or you say, you say, I think it doesn't feel free. It feels right. like it's contrived and work and right. Exactly. Exactly. So I love that. I, I love that so much because it's so, it's so, especially you and I, we literally freedom for us is like number two, right? Yes. After fun. It's big. Yes. And so I will see people, especially in today's world, who they prioritize freedom towards responsibility, over responsibility. And I, w- I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was so great that the author said in there, um, you cannot have a successful life without routine. You cannot do it. And I love that comment. I thought about that a lot since then. And then you asked the question we we're going to talk about on the podcast. And I thought about that. Uh, the need for routine. What does that offer in yeah. terms of the quality of life? And I think the answer is that the natural person, the natural individual is not healthy without routine and discipline. They will choose unhealthy paths, which are not productive long-term. They don't build a path for success. They build a path for oh, chaos. Chaos, yeah. They're not, there's no organization to their life. And it's interesting when you think about the routine, you and I've talked about this. First thing we do is we work out in the morning. Right. Um, that's part of the routine of life. I, I brush my teeth. I shower. There's things that I look at people that don't do those things. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that does for them. Not to take care of their teeth, not to take care of their body, um, not to do certain people meditate like they, they meditate. That's their routine of life, morning or night or both. People who always commit to standing or walking or stretching every day, whatever the routine is, the saying good morning when you meet people. Yes. Um, that's part of a routine. So I liked your question very much. And I wanted our listeners to know that I feel strongly if you don't have a form of routine, you probably aren't living your best life. And ironically, not that I will ever be retired, because I probably won't ever do that. But for people that are retired, if they don't find a routine, they lose energy, Mm -hmm. they lose focus, they lose quality of life. Same is true for the young mother trying to raise, um, or father trying to raise young children. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a routine in place, they do worse. The kids do worse. Like they may not like it. Like you said, it is kind of like irritating, right? But if there's not a routine in place, their life or quality of life seems less successful and less happy. So I think we're putting a structure what we're talking yeah. about. Yes. Putting a structure around your life, right? Yeah. And yeah. I do and then, think, like you say, it takes effort. Oh, it, it definitely does. I mean, I think that consistency you know, like that word has come up a lot for me lately. Like, what am I do? What do I do consistently that is helping me and that is hurting me? Just being out here, we talked about it in terms of making friendships and stuff like that. That I, I wasn't consistent with some things in my life. I let it go because oh, I, don't know, I was kind of in a little hole. You know, so yeah. it's like then I would take a day where I would do something and I would, you know, overdo it because it was like, okay, I'll just, I'll yeah. just okay, I'm doing this today. And then I do it and then I don't do it again for another week. (laughs) Right, right. That's good. That's really good. So I think consistency too. I mean, I, I, for so many, so much time in my life, I tied it to boredom. Like, oh, I don't want to be boring. I don't want to get bored. It was like a scary thing. That's like, that's kind of silly. It's not, 
I'm not a boring person, so I don't think boring is something I need to worry about. Well, I, I don't think I am. No, trust me. <laughs> As people are yawning on the podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> is that lady awake or what? No, you're not boring. But I do think you probably saw it as a boring kind of thing. Yes, I did. You know, you know, it's funny you say that in my mantra that I tell myself, like my words every morning, consistent yeah. is one of them. Consistency. And why I put that is because yellows are not consistent. And because right. I traveled a ton in my life with business. Yes. And I realized that why I went to certain hotels was consistency. They were always doing what they said they would do. Nice. And, and so, you know what I mean? That's a great point raise. We may fight against it, but it actually frees us. Like routine and discipline frees us yep. to live better lives, right? Then the chaos that comes from lack of organization, lack of structure, lack of commitment. And I, I find some people, like on vacation, I love the fact that they can choose to be kind of off their typical routine. Mm-hmm. But once they're back, they're right into it again. They move right mm-hmm. back into that pace that they were doing before. And I think also you and I ought to talk about how do you create a consistency in terms of how you love people? Like, is there always a sense of I have questions to ask or I sit with my spouse without my phone? Um, what are the consistent patterns in your relationship that are enhancing in the quality of your life? It's also important. Yeah, I just my husband just two days ago told me that because um, we have coffee every morning, we get up like early. He yep. gets up early because he has to be at work early, like at five o'clock and. So we get up wow. and sit and have a cup of coffee. And interestingly, you, you know, the Wordle game, have you heard of this Wordle yeah. game? Yeah, I do. So uh, I, I, I like that because I, you know, it's fun. So I get on and I start doing that. Well, you know, he knows I'm doing it and he's sitting there. How's, <laughs> again, I'm slow. I am just so slow on the uptake. And so we're sitting here together in our time together. I'm doing the Wordle and I look over yeah. and he's so beautiful because he's just with his little head kind of cocked looking at wow. me like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, like why? Why? <laughs> Isn't that terrific? Oh my gosh! And you saw it. You said, "Why am I up at five a.m. to play the game instead of talk to you?" I mean, sitting here with my husband, and that's what he wants to do. He wants to sit with me. Yeah, but wait a minute. What I really like about that. Okay, so let's take that apart for a minute. So you're doing a really generous thing. You don't have to be up at five a.m. Right. And yet you're messing it up. Yes. By paying attention to the wrong thing. I want our listeners to think about that. What are you doing that's right? Like driving your kids to school and nagging at them the whole way. <laughs> or what, what are you doing? Like you get home from work and you go to your room as opposed to sit down and talk with your kids. Yes. I love that cat. You're doing the right thing, but you're screwing it up. Yes. Oh, I like that. That's good. And are you humble enough to say, why am I doing this? Yeah. Right. Or, or, or are you stubborn enough? Like there's other people, Kat, that would say, I'm the one that got up at 5 a.m. Don't expect me to be sitting here at 2. I can get up and play a game if I like because I'm up at 5 for you. They get right. angry about being called out instead of humble enough to go, well, this is not making a lot of sense. Well, oh, well so I mean, and, and the way he approaches it, right? He doesn't even say a word. He just looks no. I mean, I can just feel this stare on me and I look up and, no. and he's like, yeah, <laughs> he's magic. He's so good. Hello. That's a, well, and then and it's all it takes, right? You got it. Like I'm in. Oh, oh, I was like, yeah. Well, and then we just decided just leave, you know just leave the phones wherever they are plugged in and don't even grab them, you know. So for right. that time, because it's well, that's such so a smart. Well, yeah, you're just setting yourself up, right? That's what people have to realize. 
if you're not going to, if you, if you make it not possible, you're going to make it much easier than if you make it too possible. I have more people that tell me the reason I'm so fun on vacation is I can't do what I would do if I were home. So if I right. make it impossible to do it, I'm much better. So by taking your phones and putting them away, it's a great move. Right. And I also want to talk about some other things they ought to think about as listeners. Like, I do think you ought to look at your routine and are you disciplined about that? I think we had to talk and being responsible. And I also think we had to talk about like, like paying your dues. Like there are some people, they're really good about paying what is owed. And then other people, they develop more skills so they can actually bless more lives. So there's certain people that would drive through a drive-thru and try and cheat the restaurant by not paying for a meal. Then there are people that would drive through the drive-thru and always pay for themselves. And then there are people who would drive through and pay for the person behind them. So I look mm. at that in life and I think, are you developing skills that will enhance the quality of life for others around you or just for yourself? Or are you not developing any skills to make it through life? Oh, so, that's really so, good. What are those skills? Right. Or they could be like Taylor Hartman, who I really would love for you to share the story of you putting the sign on the drive through window, which is <laughs> speaker broken. Please scream. <laughs> yeah, there are also very rude people in the world who, yes, yes, I will pay for my meal. But then I also put a sign on <laughs> that said, please yell. The speaker is broken. <laughs> and and so sat back and watched. after me is screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor person on the other side, they're like, why are you yelling, yelling at me? You're evil, dude. Oh you are just evil. I am evil. There's, there's no question. Oh, my gosh. Those poor people inside there they could not understand. And finally, somebody said, well, I'm yelling because you said to. Like, it says right here. <laughs> Oh, it's sad. I had such a joyous day that day. That was so fun. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's funny. <laughs> but, no, but, but but truly, I mean, I think that that I love that analogy. Like, do you just go through and do your thing or you, st- do you, you know, do you dine and dash? Do you think yep. about the person behind you? Yep. You know, or do you pay um, your own way. Or do you know? Yeah, exactly. I love that. It would be good for our listeners to think about what are the skills that I bring that bless the other lives around them? And, 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 or am I more of a whiner and I don't think I have any skills. And so I'm resentful that I don't, I can't even pay my own way, let alone someone mm-hmm. else's. Right. Um, I, and I, and I do think it's important for, for people to think about a vision. Like, what would you like to have in your life? Certainly I travel a lot because I love to travel. So I'm always thinking the, the next year, like what's going to happen yeah. there, which is fun to do. I love to do that, but I love to travel. That, that isn't necessarily necessarily what I'm referring to. I think, you know, people thinking about getting it educated or a skill in a technical school or some other gift you can bless lives with. And, and generally, if you're willing to do that, your life gets blessed even more as well. Yes. First of all, you feel better and more confident. You have more skills you've learned. Plus, you also can probably financially benefit from whatever skills you've developed as well. I'm thinking of young people getting career going and that kind of stuff. Right, so right. I, I think it's very smart to think about your future and what you'd like that to look like. I've said to our listeners before, I have money in the bank. Fine. Like I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. And it's because that red person said when I was so young and had no money, put money away, always save money. Yes. And I was listening to the the, um, news recently 
And they said, yes, people are spending more than ever before, but their savings are going. And they obviously have not learned that basic truth I was taught so young by that red person of, no, you don't touch the savings money. That's what gives you the comfort to be able to enjoy life instead of paycheck to paycheck. Right. So it's a different way of looking at it, understanding it, the quality of life. It's envisioning a better way to live. That mindset is what yes. I would hope our listeners are thinking about. What are we doing with our families, with ourselves that, that provide a better way of living life instead of explaining away our life? Like, well, I would be good if, and this didn't happen, therefore I can't, or I lost my spouse, therefore I'm unable. Those negative justifications are yeah. not what you and I are about, Kat. We don't want to promote that at all. Right. We want people right. to really be disciplined, committed, set a routine in place, uh, stand your ground for things you believe in and are committed to. Uh, I, I like the idea of working on the character code. It's one of my favorite things to take a word yeah. that I'm going to work on. It's really a fun moment to actually see somebody compliment you on something that you would never have dreamed you'd be complimented on. Right. Because you committed to it, right? You focused right. on it. Right. And as you and I have talked many times, you do this in the quiet of your own mind. No one even knows the effort you're right. going through, right? Yes. But it feels like you're progressing. You're going somewhere. Hopefully, like for all of our listeners, I hope they have a mantra they say every day, three or four words that just reflect what they want to be and who they are about. And that just reminds themselves and their body and their cells inside them and their heart, what they are committed to, what they believe in, what they mm -hmm. care about. Mm -hmm. I would hope that that's happening for the new year. We are also very interested in hearing from our listeners as to what things they would like to add to um, our podcast, subjects you'd like to speak about. I think we are very, very open to those kind of thoughts. And we certainly don't always think about them ourselves. We appreciate those that have shared with us their thoughts on what would make their lives better. If yes. we could kind of break it apart. I think things like, like anger, we've talked about that a little bit Kat, yeah. in the past. It's a new year. Are you carrying anger towards things that, you know, all anger is powerlessness. That's all it is. I yes. can't get somebody to do something that I want them to do. And instead of like letting the anger control your interaction with people, you take more of the approach of, okay, so how can I become more powerful? How can I influence that person differently? How can I change this thing up so I don't feel angry? Maybe I need to release some of my expectations. There's so many ways to look at that in a positive way as opposed to feeling stuck in your anger. And when you're stuck in your anger, you're prevented from ever experiencing life abundantly. Abundantly, yeah. Gosh. It's not possible. Powerless people spend a lot of energy getting uh, nowhere. And so it's kind of a cool thing to think about. Remember we talked about the, is it I? Well, mm -hmm. the question is, so what could I do? And not, not a hostile or caustically saying, what could I do? Like, what, would, what could you possibly do in that scenario? Think of Viktor Frankl in the concentration camp, literally yes. saying, they cannot control your mind. You right. own your mind. Right. And people that believed that lived and people that didn't died yes. early. I mean, some people died anyway because they were just merciless, um, what the Nazis did to them. But there were many, many people that survived because they were unwilling to relent or give up their, their control over their mind. So I would hope our listeners are always thinking, so what could I do differently to give that anger away, to feel powerful and like I can find solutions rather than becoming angry and bitter? Gosh, 
That's so good. That is I, that is a one of the books that I read every year. Is that man's for, search for meaning? Because I don't so know. Good. Every year I read it. If you have that one of the one book like that, every year I read it. Then yeah. I just there's something different in it. And because where you are in your life, right? Yep. Yep. So you're seeing things differently than you did the last year, which is such yes. a great thing to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like I've always said: you show her a wedding, and you should go to a funeral every year because they just give perspective. Yeah. They just God. give you something to think about, right? Think about. Yep. It's a great book to be reading. Yep, I it agree is. with that. So for our listeners, it's your opportunity to commit to a different kind of year, like things you want to commit to. I'd let, I would go on the, and the taylorhartman.com, take your profile mm-hmm. and really figure out something that is preventing you from living life more abundantly and then find the antidote that to your poison that you're drinking and focus for the rest of the year only on the positive word that is the antidote. Focus on the one thing you could do differently that would make you feel so good if three, six months, nine months from now, somebody complimented you on that very trait that you did not have at the beginning of the year. It's one of the reasons I love New Year. I I do like that kind of stuff. I like a fresh start. I, I know I've said this before. I still can't believe this. I'm not quite there, but I'm pretty close where you literally do just toss whatever was not done last year. Goodbye. Done. We're starting with a fresh plate. I'm not taking on things I didn't get to last year. I'm letting it go. If they rise to the top, great. I'll take them on again. But otherwise, nope. I'm starting with a fresh sheet of paper. I love that. Isn't that great? I have a friend that actually does that. Literally, like like the appointment book, everything. It's gone. It's gone. And starts brand new with everything. Projects, hopes, thoughts, commitments. Amazing. It's amazing. And his point is, I just feel so much freer. Sure. I'm not burdened by things that I never got to last year. Sure, that um, makes I, sense. So, um, kind of a fun idea. Yeah, um, I, I do. I do it in part myself because I really am good at saying, you know what? If it didn't mean that much to me last year, it probably doesn't mean anything this year either, unless right. it does. And if it does, then I can prioritize it. Maybe next time, what we can do is actually, you know, take, you know, you through or me through, like that character. You know, when you say pick one thing, it might be fun on the on the podcast to do that. You know, like yeah, here's how it, this works. So, so if our listeners, if you'll just take the character profile yeah, and then you circle every word that is mostly you today. So it's mostly you, you circle it. And then you go down to the bottom column and you'll see the negatives and you'll circle the one you think is most troubling you or preventing you from living the life you want to live. And then we're going to look for the antidote. So the word that would actually change that. So let's just say I'm lazy. So the antidote to me might be being productive. It mm-hmm. might be being honest. It might be being um, proactive. Mm-hmm. It can be, it's, diff- it's so funny about this cat because you and I can have the same weakness, but your antidote is different than mine. Yeah, I love and that. And it has to resonate, right? It has to resonate or you won't, you'll, you won't commit to it. And that would be a fun, yeah, that'd be a great for us uh, to start. Let's do that next week. We'll that go great. through the character profile and give people a chance to really commit to something that would make them happy mm-hmm. having accomplished that throughout the year. Good idea? Yeah, awesome. Listeners, welcome to 2023. Um, we are signing off for now and we'll see you next week. Have a wonderful new year. Happy new year. I love you guys. Bye for now. Bye-bye.
Hey, Color Code family, it's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the People Code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up, and you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.